uh, Facebook. That's cool if you're on Facebook, YouTube, wherever you're watching, Summit Nation, Summit Family, friends, guests. Welcome, everybody. We're glad you're here. However you are joining us, we are, we are happy that you're here. If you're on YouTube, please do us a favor and hit the like button. Subscribe to the channel. Even if you come on every week, we'd like for you to subscribe, like the channel, and to click the little bell icon. Then you won't miss any times that we're live because we're live throughout the week as well. Praise God, everybody. Um, thank you, Jesus. We got, we got, got Dawn's double time as she's up here worshiping, and now she's on the feed. Okay. And uh, there's coffee's on. Praise the Lord. There's Brittany. Hey, Britt, what's up? Okay. All right, everybody. Got Jan, maybe. Elise Simmons. There's Carolyn from Indy. Carol, sister-in-law. Two sister-in-laws. Carol, Jackie. Praise the Lord. Where's uh, my other people's at? Oh, this is our, our, our confession. <laughs> Uh, my other sister-in-law, Evelyn Fluky, where, where's the rest? Amen. We have a we have eleven people on, ten people on. If we got all all of Carla's uh, brothers and sisters here, praise the Lord. But we're happy to have y'all. Uh, okay, let's get busy. I am greatly blessed. Y'all wasn't ready, were you? <laughs> okay, let's go. I am greatly blessed, highly favored, and deeply loved by you. I am the disciple who Jesus loves. I am my father's favorite child. I am the apple of his eye. I am well-pleasing in his sight. I receive the love that my father has for me. Everything I do and touch shall be blessed because I am the beloved. I am love, uh -oh. all right. I am loved, righteous, blessed, prosperous, redeemed, forgiven. Talented, creative, confident, secure, disciplined, focused, prepared, qualified, motivated, free, determined, equipped, empowered, anointed, accepted and approved, not average, not mediocre, holy, flawless, without blemish, blameless, and free from accusation. I am a child of the Most High God, I will become all I was created to be in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. That was such a good word that Carla shared, you know, concerning the election that's coming up. Don't let anything freak you out. God is in control um, no matter what happens, no matter what doesn't happen. It, it, it doesn't. Um, I mean, voting matters, um, getting involved matters, but uh, understand that in the kingdom of God, we, we don't have a president, we have a king. Amen, <laughs> uh, amen. And, and, and he's always on our side, and he always is for you. And he always has your best interests in mind. You can trust him. Amen. Even, even when, when the king's decision concerning your life, even if you don't understand it, you can follow it. You can take it to the bank. The direction that he's given you, it's always, 
He always leads you to profit. Amen. And he'll never, he'll, you can never vote him out. <laughs> Amen. Okay, let's dive right into the content for today. Overcoming worry and fear. You know what? If you watch the news all the time, you're going to get worried. And you're going to get in fear. So let me just encourage you to limit your news consumption to just enough to keep you informed and uh, just uh, do you good not to watch it at all, actually. The news broadcasts and news programs and things like that, uh, in my opinion, you can get, you can go online and catch it. I mean, I think we need to, st I believe we need to stay abreast of, upon things. But, you know, if you keep feeding on it, it's, it's just so much bad news out there. That, that's the thing. The Bible tells us to guard our heart. Keep your heart. Guard your heart. Proverbs says, attend to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them, my words, God's words and God's sayings, don't let them depart from your eyes. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Amen. We need to hear what, what Jesus has done for us in his finished work. The word of Christ. The gospel. The good news. The gospel is good news. It's glad tidings. It's good news about the finished work of Jesus. Everything he did for you on the cross. I'm so full. I've been doing so much teaching and, and, and going over and over editing my material that I'm, I'm putting together a brand new Bible course. Ooh. I'm so excited. Y'all get ready. Get ready to enroll in this course, man, because it's a foundation in, uh, in righteousness. Foundation. We're going to talk about foundation and righteousness today. Foundation. I, I, actually, I found a scripture that, that gave me some confirmation about what I'm doing, and I'll share this share it with you uh, maybe today. I don't know. I, got, I don't know if I'm going to get through all this today. So much. Praise the Lord. But the, the name of the course is Foundation, and we'll be giving you more information about that very, very soon. All right. And, okay. Praise the Lord. Uh, I got confused a little bit. I looked up by the camera, and I saw it looked like a sign, but actually that's somebody's shirt. <laughs> Somebody holding me a sign up? Praise the Lord. Like, I thought we were high tech, man. What are we doing with science? All right, praise the Lord. We're going to begin in Jeremiah chapter 23. It's very important what you hear. Any preaching or teaching, listen, any preaching or teaching that causes fear, that causes you to worry, it's not the gospel. Because the gospel is good news. So if you hear stuff, anything, I don't care how loud they're hollering, even if they're bending with the microphone, <laughs> if it causes you to be afraid, it's not the gospel. And you know the bad news on the news is not the gospel. Even, even politicians are... Are, are using fear-based messages. You notice that? Because fear sells. It's getting quiet in this Presbyterian church. You see it on all, all, all sides. Democrats, Republicans, people, they try to make, make you afraid. 
And so that's when you need to read your Bible. And understand that God takes care of us. David said, I've been young, I've been old. I've never seen the righteous forsaken. <laughs> Amen. Isn't it good to know that God takes care of us? So we can be at peace no matter, no matter what. Huh? Thank you, Lord Jesus. And so this speaks to this, overcoming worry and fear. See, th these are negative emotions that come from the outside. It's not a product of your spirit. See, Jesus said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Let not. That means we have a choice. Don't allow. Let not. Don't allow your heart to be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. He said, in this world, you will have trouble. But, I love it. See, but cancels out everything that was before it, right? But be of good cheer. Now you're like, what? I thought you said in the world you're going to have trouble. Be of good cheer. Why? He's he going to tell you. Because I have overcome the world. We're not, like we shared last week, we're not fighting for victory. We're fighting from victory. And what do we do? We stand our ground. We remain connected. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Whoa. <laughs> when you see that, when, when, when he start off with whoa, you better pay attention. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and scatter the sheep of my pasture. Actually, this is being fulfilled right before our eyes right now, what we're about to read. Okay, so let's, let's, let's proceed here because um, through this whole pandemic and thing, you know that churches are closing, but some churches should close. <laughs> and I don't mean that by in, in, in disrespect. Shepherds should feed the people. And for me, this whole thing was a wake-up call for me I tell you, the, the, I mean, I just stepped my game up. But see, it, it wasn't through self-effort. It was just God took something. The pandemic, first of all, is not from God. It's the thief that comes to steal, kill, and destroy. God only got good stuff for you. Every good and perfect gift comes from, from, from above. The pandemic is not from God. And always when some kind of catastrophe or a natural disaster happen or, 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 or some kind of thing. Or, and uh, people are going to say you get pre pre preachers that jump on line and, and get in their pulpits talking about this is God's judgment uh, on the world and God's judgment on America. No, God is not judging the world. He's not judging America. God so loved the world. He gave Jesus. He didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world. Amen. One time some, some people weren't doing right, and the disciples said, do you want us to fall, call down fire from heaven like Elijah did? Because of some stuff that was going on. You know what he, he, he said? You don't know what kind of spirit you're of. I've come to bring in something else. I'm coming to bring in the new covenant. 
And see, I'm not, I'm not mad at folk. And, and people that, that, that they thought that Jesus should jack up, <laughs> he didn't. He just kept doing good to people. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power who went about doing what? Good. See, God's not into the bad stuff. Now, what he'll do is this is why the devil has to be the most frustrated creature on the earth because he'll take what the devil meant for harm and use it for good. And that's what he did. I mean, just in, in my personal experience through this pandemic, uh, I've never been online as much as I, I have. But God had already, even though we didn't see it coming, God saw it coming. He prepared us for this years ago. When we put certain tech stuff in, in the church, it didn't make sense at the time. It wasn't even for that time. It wasn't even for that time. It didn't even make sense to do it at the time. But God saw this before the foundation of the world. And so it was very easy for us to transi transition into this because God had us prepared for it. And some people weren't prepared. They're going trying to get oil in their lamps. <laughs> you know those five uh, five wise uh, virgins and five foolish virgins. Man, there's more doctrines come from that, that one uh, passage. But um, anyway, I'm about to come up with a doctrine now with it. But uh, there, was, uh, there was fooling around. A foolish virgin, they, was, they were fooling around. And uh, when the time when the bridegroom came, they didn't have no oil. And it's, all the stores were closed. They said, you should, you should have took care of that ahead of time. See? There, there, were, there were pastors who were like, man, I don't need all that tech stuff. And people need to come to church. And I believe in people coming to church. Don't give me the scriptures. I know them. Forsake not the assembling of yourselves together. We got people here now. But we got people at home. Well, well they should come to church. Well, they're not. They're at home. What you going to do? See, I'm, I'm not here to try to figure out why people are still in the bed or, or why they're watching at home or whatever. We're going we're gonna to feed them. We're, we're going to provide a way for people to come in online and watch. Thank you, Lord Jesus. As long, long as I'm here and we've got a team of people who are behind the scenes that are faithful to come here every week and broadcast, we keep rolling. Got the praise team up here. Got the musicians up here. We we can keep rolling. Yeah. Some folks just weren't ready, and some folks weren't feeding people anyway. Right. Woe to the shepherds who destroy and, sh and scatter the sheep of my pasture, says the Lord. Therefore, thus says the Lord. God of Israel against the shepherds who feed my people. You have scattered my flock, driven them away, and not attended to them. Behold, I will attend to you for the evil of your doings, says the Lord. But I will gather the remnant, remnant of my flock out of all countries where I, I have driven them and bring them back 
to their foes. And see, this is what happens when you're under the right leadership, when you're under the right pastor. And see, this is how you know. I might not be your cup of tea, but God's got some, somebody for everybody. But here's what happens when you're under the right, when you know that you're under the right leadership, when you're under the right shepherd, you'll be fruitful and you'll increase. Huh? See, and that's, that's why you, how, how you know that when you're in the right place and then you leave that place and you go somewhere else, are you decreasing? Well, maybe you need, need to go back where you came from. Come on. See, there's telltale signs. I will set up shepherds over them who will feed them. See, we don't, pastors aren't called to beat the sheep. And this, this, this is, these are these churches that need to close. That's beating the sheep. And sheep don't like to be beat. And what online has done is a, it has allowed people <laughs> to go where they're being fed. And then they're starting to heal up. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, those, uh, what, do you, what, do you, what do you call that when you cut and leave that scar and whatever the scar is starting to heal up? Amen. And they started to get blessed. And they're like, you know what? I didn't know this, was, this kind of teaching was available. I ain't going back to get whooped. And here's something else that, that will happen. I thought you were talking about overcoming fear and worry. But I am. What happens when you're under the right shepherd? You won't be afraid. Does this kind of teaching make you afraid? It blesses you. Because it's the word of God. See, all I'm doing is giving you the word, giving you what Jesus said, talking about the good news, the gospel. And, and when you hear the gospel, you'll fear no more. And you won't be dismayed. You won't be moved by the circumstances, tossed to and fro. You'll understand about the peace that you have and that you can be of good cheer. Guess what else? Neither will you be lacking. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Here's a, a message in th 3 and 4, Jeremiah 23. I'll take over and gather what's left of my sheep, gather them in from all the lands where I've driven them. I'll bring them back where they belong. And they'll recover and flourish. You should be flourishing. Yeah. I will set shepherd leaders over them who will take good care of them. They won't live in fear or panic anymore. I tell you what, let me do a little bit of pastoring. Y'all can, uh, if y'all not part of Summit, y'all can just... Um, Take a restroom break or something. Let, let, me, let me just talk to my summer family right now. Um, 
I will, I'll set shepherd leaders over them who, who will take good care of them. If you left Summit Church and you believe the Lord led you away from him for whatever reason, you're, you're not my people, you're God's people. And uh, I still love you. But you need to evaluate. If you're supposed to leave, don't come back. But if you weren't supposed to leave, uh, come back. No questions asked. See, but if you're, another, if you're in another place and they're taking better care of you than I am, that's an indication you made the right decision. You're flourishing under that leadership. Amen. But if you're not, come on back. Don't let pride keep you away. God doesn't condemn you. I certainly won't. See, uh, indication, one, of, one of the indications when, when you leave and you weren't supposed to leave, sometimes you get upset. It's just like my wife and I. If, if, I, if, if every time she upset me and I, I, I wouldn't even be married. Every time I upset her, she wouldn't be mad. She just leave. I don't agree with that. I'm out. You don't do that. Families don't do that. That's not an indication that you need to leave when 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 you something you disagree with. If you stay around here long long enough, there'll be something I do or say that you won't agree with. Why? Because we're human, y'all. And guess what? Quiet as it's kept. You're not perfect. And sometimes I can't agree with you because then we'll both be wrong. But one indication when I'm, I'm serious here though about this, when, when No pastor's right all the time. And somebody said, if you, if you find a perfect church, don't join it because you'll mess it up. <laughs> all of us are, are imperfect. Amen. And one indication, when, when you're fed and you know what belongs to you, and, amen, at least go to a church that teaches the same thing I mean, don't go to a place where, I mean, you know you're in the wrong place when you got to go call people, call summit folks, when, when, when sickness attacks. Amen. And, and, and you, you, can't even, you can't even call the pastor where you're going because they don't even believe in healing. They, they believe that God heals some of the time. And it might be his will. For you to suffer a little bit with sickness and disease. What you going over there for? Okay, y'all, they, they, everybody, they, I see everybody back from the restroom now. Okay, so we're going to get back. 
I'm going to get back over here. I'll set, I'll set shepherd leaders over them who will take good care of them. They won't live in fear or panic. See, when they take good care of you, that doesn't mean they're going to be perfect. But you're going to flourish under the ministry, you understand? And you won't, you won't live in fear. Because you know that you will hear messages. Anybody ever, ever hear fear-based messages that will cause people to be afraid and, and fear and worry? Huh? And that's, that's the reason why. See, you need leaders that's going to encourage you. you you'll never hear um, a president will, will, will get up and like when like some war happens or some, some bad thing happens and, you know, and they get up and say, you know what, we all, we all ought to be afraid. Well, things are bad. I mean, things things are bad. We we just need to be afraid because I tell you what, I don't know what I don't know what we're gonna do, America. <laughs> huh? See, and even you you learn from the movies that when something happens, they don't want the general public to know. Like a like there's certain a bomb threat. They want people to leave peacefully because panic is never good. Fear. It's never good. They want people to be in control. Because when you're in fear, you lose your mind. It's a bomb. Yeah! You know, people, <laughs> people are running into each other, throwing people out of the way, just people out of control. But we don't need to be in fear. And again, fear and worry, it comes from the outside. It's not a product of your spirit. It's not your nature to be afraid. Because, see, we dwell in the secret place of the Most High. We abide under the shadow of the Almighty. Psalm 91 says, I will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that walks in darkness, that includes the coronavirus, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side and 10,000. Isn't that like that today? And 10,000 at our right hand. Oh, so many people have died from the corona but it shall not come near you. Hallelujah. Because we made the Lord, who is our refuge, even the most high, our dwelling place. No evil shall befall us. That's what the good news says. Whose report will you believe? Isaiah said. So whose report? There, there's, there's the good report and there's the bad report. Faith comes by hearing the good news about Jesus. Mm, I love it. When you're under the right shepherd, you won't live in fear or panic anymore. Therefore, I tell you, let's go to Matthew 6. Do not worry about your life, King James says. ESV says, don't be anxious about your life. Do not be anxious about your life. Do not be anxious about your life. If you have a red letter edition of the Bible, this is Jesus. And Jesus said, don't be anxious. Worry about your life. That means don't worry about nothing. 
what you'll eat, don't worry about that. Don't be anxious about that. What you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds. I love this. Now think about this. This is Jesus. Jesus is not writing here. He's speaking. So there must have been birds around. Jesus was good at using illustrations. And I can imagine him saying, look at those birds. Carla loves birds. She's always looking at them. She likes how they fly in formation. I mean, let's just look at them. They're not worried about anything, is what Jesus is, is saying. They, they neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns. We sow and reap. Sowing and reaping is a principle of, of the kingdom. Amen. When you sow, you reap. Hallelujah. When we have seed in the ground financially, we will reap a harvest. Birds don't do that, but, and they don't gather into barns. Yet, your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And which of you, by being anxious, can add a single hour to his span of life? In other words, worry doesn't do anything good for you. It can't change anything. Anybody... Can, can anybody testify of any good thing worry has done for you? You sit there, worry about the problem. What does it do? It doesn't do anything. And why are you anxious about clothing? Consider the lilies of the field. Carla loves plants, too. And I, I love certain plants. I love the, the color, the variety that God has. Cons consider the lilies <coughs> of the field how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his glory, he had the best threads as king. And, but he wasn't arrayed like those lilies. But if God so clothes the grass of the field, which today is alive, and tomorrow is thrown into the oven, will he not much more clothe you, O oh, you of little faith? He calls that little faith when you don't believe that God will take care of you. In these times, listen, man, especially in these times, you need to lock in to the gospel and know that he's going to take care of you, people, what you eat, what you drink. He's not going to leave you David said, I've never seen it. Never seen the righteous forsaken. He's not going to start with you. Will he not much more clothe you? Oh, this is what I'm talking about. This is the kind of teaching you need to be under that's going to encourage you not to be afraid because you've got a big God. This is not just, this is not just po positive thinking. It is positive thinking, but it's, it's, it's the power of God's word when you believe it that will get you through the circumstances. We don't, we're not moved by what we see. It looks bad in the world, but God takes care of you. You're going to have food on your table, clothes on your back, a roof over your head. Even when it doesn't look like 
things are good, it, it doesn't look like you're going to make it, you're going to make it. He takes care of the grass, takes care of the birds. How much more? You are, are much more valuable than, than they are. You are God's highest creation. Therefore, do not be anxious saying. I love the progression here that, that it warns us about. Don't worry or don't be anxious in 20, verse 25. And then verse 31 says, do not be anxious saying. See that? Don't be anxious because if you, if you internalize anxiety, sit there and watch that news. So many people died today. And you watch that. You watch that news. Guess what? You're going to start saying it. Well, I don't know what we're going to do. I don't, wanna, I don't know what we're going to do. The election turns out a certain way. I don't know what we're going to do if this happens. I don't know what we're going to do if that happens. Remember, we got a king. See, you let certain things come out of your mouth. See, what should be coming out of your mouth should always be consistent with God's word. What are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? What are we going to wear? Huh? Don't be anxious saying, if you take the thought, King James says, take no thought for your life. And then verse 31, take no thought, saying, if you take the thought of worry, you're going to say it. Don't take the thought. What, what are we going to attend to? Preach to me. What, what are we going to attend to? The word. What kind of word? The gospel. Faith comes by what? Faith for anything comes by hearing. Faith for bad news comes by hearing bad news. You're going to have faith in reverse, which is fear. Fear comes by hearing the bad news. For the Gentiles... Seek after all these things. See, we don't seek after what we eat, what we drink, what we wear. That's what people that don't know God do. Your heavenly father, ha, he knows you need them all. You have a heavenly father that knows what you need. But do what? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Understand that that Every day, receive the abundance of grace. Receive is lambano in the Greek. Romans 5.17. Those who receive lambano, it means to lay a hold of. What? The abundance of grace and the gift of righteousness. Righteousness, you don't earn it. It's a gift. It belongs to you. When you seek first the fact that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, you seek that? See, the kingdom of God, Romans 14, 17, the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. It, it, it's not about what you eat, what you drink, what you wear. See, that's, if you compare that, I compare, uh, 
compare. I um, challenge you to study these two together. This passage and the verse that I'm referencing now, Romans 14, 17. Um, the kingdom of God, now see, here it's talking about what you eat, what you drink, what you wear. The kingdom of God is not eating and drinking. It's not about that. That's not what we seek. Your father knows you need, need them. The kingdom of God is about righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Woo, hallelujah. And I like the order because, see, once you understand that you are the righteousness of God in Christ, that you are accepted, that means you're accepted and approved, not guilty, totally pleasing to God. Seek that first. Receive that. Lay a hold of that every day that no matter what it looks like, no matter what you look like, you may not feel righteous, but you are righteous. You might look in the mirror and see evidence to the contrary, but you are still the righteousness of God in Christ. Even when you missed it the day before 17 times, you're still the righteousness of God in Christ. Receive that. And see, when you, when you receive that, don't focus on, well, what am I going to eat today? What am I going to drink? What, how am I going to make it? Am I going to have enough to pay the bill? No, seek first the fact that, receive that, the fact that, that you are the righteousness of God. That's a fact. That's a historical fact. That happened 2,000 years ago, you were made righteous. And then you accepted Jesus into your life. You, you seek first his righteousness. And then guess what comes after that? Peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. I got some people learning some stuff here. Amen. I'm going to learn you some things today. The teachers get on, will get on me about that. You can't learn any, You can teach people, but you can't learn them anything. I understand that. I still think I'm going to learn you something. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. When you seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, all those other things are going to be taken away from you. Oh, no, did I read that? No, add it. See, God is, is not into subtraction and division. He's into uh, addition and multiplication. Grace and peace be multiplied to you through the knowledge of God and of our, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory to God. The more knowledge you have about Jesus, the more unmerited favor and peace are multiplied to you. But if you listen to the bad news, subtraction, division, And you notice how bad news divides people? When you listen to bad news, divides people. Whew, man, let's go a little bit further. We won't be able to finish this. Um, Philippians 4. Do not be anxious about anything. What is anything exclude 
So there's nothing to worry about. There's nothing to worry about. Think about stuff that's going on in the news. Um, this stuff can get you worried. Hallelujah. 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 But the good news will cause you to have peace and joy because we can expect good things. We can have hope. Hope. Everybody say hope. hope. Hebrews chapter, um, I love this. This jumped out at me this week, man. And people need hope in these days. You can't live without hope. Like water, man. You can't, you, 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 you can't live without it. Look at this. Hebrews 10, 23. In the ESV it says, Let us hold fast the confession. So hold up. What's confession? Confession is speak means to speak the same thing. Speak the same thing as God says. Hope is the confident expectation of good. And our hope, according to Romans 5, is not going to <laughs> is not going to end in disappointment because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. We know how much God loves us, and therefore our hope is not going to cause us to be disappointed. We can have a confident expectation that what we are hoping for will come to pass. So we got good days to look forward to. Good days, good times ahead. Praise God. Don't give in to the loss of hope. I saw a t-shirt somebody trying to promote that's got, you know, how they have you rate things, like they have five stars, one to five, and you rate it. I saw a T-shirt said 2020, and like these five stars and the number one, the one star was highlighted. They're rated they're they're rating their 2020 as a one. Wearing the T-shirt, I'm not gonna buy that stupid T-shirt. <laughs> that's not what that's not what I'm confessing. <laughs> that's not being being very hopeful. And there's still 2020 left. It may look like a one, but God sees it as a five. Ooh. So let us hold fast the confession of our hope. Anybody hoping? Get your hopes up. Lift your chin up. Bring your shoulders back. And say, I'm expecting good things come, to come my way. Think about what, you, what, what are you believing for? What are you, what are you hoping for? God didn't suspend your hopes in 2020 saying, well, you know, I didn't know this was going to happen. I'm going to have to delay your hope for another couple of years. I'm going to have to wait and see how the election turns out. 
before I can figure out what, what I'm going to do because I'm, I'm struggling here. So God is never going to do that. Hallelujah. Get your hopes up, y'all. Huh? It, it's tough for me. Some of y'all make it hard for me to do my job because you listen to so much of that bad news. I, don't, I only have 40 minutes. And you've already consumed like 17, 18, 19 hours of news. And you sit there with your arm folded and looking at me like I'm crazy. See, you got to prepare your heart. I challenge you to read Romans chapter 4. It talks about the different kinds of ground. What kind of ground are you? Are you good ground? See, the good ground people come in, they just eat. See, sheep just eat. See, I'm not beating you. I'm not a bad shepherd. I'm feeding you. But, you, but you, you're the one that's got to pull up to the table and eat because God prepares a table before you right in the presence of trouble, right in the presence of your enemies. That lets us know that the enemy can't do nothing about you eating, but you got to pull up to the table. That's what sheep do. Sheep eat. And they keep increasing. Good ground. Produces some 30, some 60, some 100. So see, there's different levels. And don't be discouraged if you're only getting 30 and you see somebody else getting 75 and 80. You just keep eating. And, and still, you're responsible for being that good ground that will produce. Don't be like the ground that the wayside soil where the seed just fall. I mean, you get excited for a little bit. But then, you know what? You forget. Okay? Somebody talk you out of it or whatever. Ah, uh, you shouldn't be listening to all that stuff. You hear the word, but sometimes persecution come in. Sometimes you hear the news. There's some good eating over there in Mark 4. One in particular I'm thinking about now. I need to turn to it here. Romans, excuse me, Matthew, uh, Mark chapter 4. They're ones who sown on rocky ground. First kind of ground, when they hear, Satan comes immediately and steals that word. Okay. That's the one that was sown along the path, and then the birds came and devoured it. Now, the rocky ground didn't have much soil, and immediately it came up. See, those are the ones that hear the word, and they receive it with joy. They're excited at first, but what happens? Persecution comes, or tribulation. They get attacked. In this world, you're going to have what? Trouble, tribulation. Jesus said, be of good cheer. So you, you have to stay focused. All of us get attacked, but you've got to stay focused. Stay on point. Stay on the word. Then the thorny ground 
are those that hear the word and cares, deceitfulness, or riches, desires for other things come in and choke the word and becomes unfruitful. Don't be those kind of ground. Be the kind of good ground. Those that were sown on the good ground are the soil of the ones who hear the word. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ, okay? Hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit. See, accept the word. Just accept it. I accept it. But when you feed on the news all the time, it's hard to accept the word because you've already accepted something else. But Isaiah said, whose report will you believe? We, we, we want to believe what God said. We believe what God says. Thank you, Jesus. Don't be anxious about anything, but in everything, by prayer and supplication with Thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. See, before you even pray, don't be anxious about anything. That's enough. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I'm not done with Philippians, but you get something out of this today? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your love. Thank you for your love for us, Lord. Thank you for your peace. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're here and you've never made Jesus Lord of your life, I want to invite you to make Jesus the Lord of your life today. Let him take care of you. 